Welcome to Try Not to Blink, a podcast about the ups and downs, ins and outs, news, tips, and tricks of those who live the optometry lifestyle. We'd like to thank the amazing people at Valley Contacts who have made this podcast possible. Of course, they're makers of stellar gas permeable lenses and the oh-so-incredible custom stable scleral lens. In case you're wondering, I'm on the East Coast. My name is Dr. James Diem, and I'm joined by none other than Dr. Roya Habibi. Repping the Roya. West Coast. Thank you. Don't don't strip me of that title. What is that? <laughs> it's April. April showers brings May flowers. That's, that's Isn't that weird. a thing? It's a thing. I is mean, it a thing? Tell me more about it. I actually thought you'd ask me that, so I looked it up. And <laughs> apparently, this actually dates back to like 1886. But the Come saying on. was actually... Oh, no, so sorry. I lied, I lied, I lied. The roots are in a poem in 1610. But it actually said, March winds and April showers bring forth May flowers and June bugs. <laughs> but anyways, June bugs. the whole idea is saying that the rare there's a silver lining to this rare, rainy, dreary time, cold time, and metaphorically, oh, yeah. you should drop or uh, get ready to discard this sadness and start a period of happiness and joy. So I can get with that. April <clears throat> showers. But on that theme, April is our month of showering students. With love. With happiness and joy. Just <laughs> We'd like to, you know, we've been neglecting students. Like, shame on us. Yeah. And we need to, or our goal for the month is to shower students with praise, attention. We have some superstars joining us this month. Of course. Um, obviously, we're going to highlight some up-and-coming colleagues and bring them on our show. And today, we have an extra special guest I'm not going to steal the thunder. I'm going to let you introduce Jimmy just because obviously you did the legwork for this one. <laughs> <laughs> not much legwork. He's he's ready to kick me with his leg right now. <laughs> um, my man is the incoming American Optometric Student Association, currently a third-year student. Yes, am I right about that? Yes, you are. Okay. And about to be a fourth-year student at the Northeastern State University College of Optometry in Oklahoma. I am just, uh, I, I will forever be an American Optometric Student Association loyalist. I feel like I should get a tattoo of AOSA somewhere on my body because I just love them. I just, it's just been such a formative part of my life. So I, I, we got Bibbin, Bibbin, yes. by. <laughs> Yeah. And I just asked you how to say your name, and uh, I feel like such a jackass for doing that. But no, you're uh, good. <laughs> how many people ask you how to say your name? Uh, not very many. A lot of no. people. People know just... how to read. I'm, 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 I've never, I've, I've, I've never said Bibbin before, and I just don't want to re, uh, you know, say it in the wrong way. So, Bibbin, uh, how do I say your last name? Cherian. Okay, <laughs> coming from Arroya Habibi, Bibbin, how annoying is it that people just don't know how to grammatically, like, just sound stuff out? You know, right? Like, listen, listen. Can I get an coming, amen? Coming from amen. the middle of nowhere, this is part of the podcast. Don't right? be that so guy. Coming, don't be that guy, Jimmy. Coming from the middle of nowhere, white America, where unfortunately we didn't have anybody other than what, you know. Than so, Jimmy's. 
Yeah, it's a shame. I don't like that. I don't like my kids growing up in that. But it's uh-huh. it's it's good to be open and, you know, hey, I don't want to mispronounce your name. And I, I'm so happy that you're here tonight. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank, Lots you. Of, thank you for having me. Of course. So uh, what what are you up to right now, Ben? Uh, right now I just got done um, with spring break. And so just got done. And taking, boards, no? Yes. T- just got done taking part one of boards. So thankfully that's done and over with. Um, kind of waiting on the results in May. Can I get so we'll another amen to that? Amen. Like close chapter. Yes. Woo. Shit. Hopefully. Hopefully. But <laughs> uh, it's it's close. You'll be fine. Right. You'll be fine. I mean, but. I think right now is just the appropriate time that we need to go over our iNews of the day. Um, oh, this is this is an appropriate pretty... time. Bibin, feel free to not say anything here because um, this no. gets a little controversial. Feel free to it... say everything here. We can all <laughs> okay. talk. We can all trash talk this right now. Oh my god! The MBEO just settled a class action lawsuit. Um, for a data breach that they actually had back in 2016, it's for a um, total, a tentative total right now of $3.2 million to the affected parties. So, Bibin, in case you didn't hear about this, which luckily, hopefully they've dealt with this before now, but <laughs> the NBEO leaked some 61,000 optometry slash pre-optometry, or I mean like optometry students slash optometrists, social security numbers. And essentially in a matter of a day or two, 62,000 people had Amazon credit cards opened in their names. Yeah, okay? this, did it affect you, Brian? I did. Yeah, it affected me too. It's like three or four times. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, oh, Such Amazon a pain. Card. Yes. Yeah. Luckily I had... Um, I have like credit a credit monitoring system. Well, I have um, it's actually a way to watch my credit score because I've been trying to apply for um, like a home loan, and right. I get a notification that I had a, a inquiry, and I was like, "What is going on?" And that's how I got use? the clue. Um, I use um, Credit Karma. Okay, I use uh, something else, and I'm gonna pull it up right now. But yeah, I got that notification before I got this, and then friends of mine. I don't know why they knew that it was optometry related, probably because of Odie's on Facebook, but it all of a sudden yeah. just blew up that everyone figured out somehow right away that it was all optometry related. And anyways, 13 different doctors of optometry filed three different separate, so it's obviously different and separate, uh, class action lawsuits. And essentially at this point now they've kind of consolidated. And though the NBEO still disputes that it was the source of the breach, they have agreed to a settlement um, the final ruling is going to come out in July, I believe, but the um, the settlement money, which is $3.25 million, has been um, is going to be provided for reimbursements for people's out-of-pocket losses. That's including professional fees, attorney's fees, um, to even like mileage charges, uh, credit monitoring. It's going to also reimburse attested time. So time you spent remedying this issue. I alone can say that I probably spent, I don't know, probably at least 10 to 15 hours on the phone alone dealing so with it. are you going to, are you going to? Well, hold on, hold tight. Free hold uh, credit 
Bureau Monitoring Services. So at no cost to you for three years, you get um, monitoring services and then free identity restoration services for those who had their identity stolen. Um, So apparently in the next couple weeks, um, the company that is uh, the settlement administrator, which is Heffler Claims Group, they will be actually reaching out to any of the people that they believe were affected by the breach um, and basically giving you information about how to settle and submit a claim. Whew. Wow. That's a lot. Racy. It is a lot. It's crazy. It sucks, It is too. crazy. And what's funny is, like, I thought it was settled, and then, like, I put holds on all my uh, accounts to be able to, like, not be able to submit anymore or open anything. And probably six months or so later... Uh, people were getting another wave of it, so they waited for a while and then tried again with everyone's yeah. information. And luckily, I was my thing was locked, but it did say that someone attempted to. So yeah, it sucked. But as a past AOSA president, I sat on the NBEO board, <clears throat> of which you know I can't. You know, I, I sign non disclosure agreements and not you know disclose anything that was going on in those conversations. Obviously, nothing about this. This is this is all new past my my time. But uh, they're going to have a lot of work to do here. You know, they have a lot of work to do to clean up their their uh, their their perspective. You know, a lot of um, a lot of bad press here, and uh, certainly not a great financial situation for them. It's not good for the profession. You know, and that's that's really what it comes down to for me. I mean, it's a uh, I, I always want what's best for the profession, and uh, I'm I'm sad to see this happen. I don't think it's something they intended. Um, I'm certainly not sticking up for them, but I mean, to be know. fair, I, I'm not saying that I'm not. I mean, I was affected. I'm a victim, <laughs> but yeah. I like this happened at Target. Like this, like even big companies that have a lot yeah. more money, this happens to. So not that I don't blame them but like anyone is they didn't anyone could be a target yeah they now are discontinuing the use of socials in favoring of some new numbering system and now it's like uh yeah duh but right like why did you need socials to be able to pass your boards like let's be right but anyways just just a fun little tip but anyway your board big news bibin yes you pass it um, feel good about it? I'm not in May. I, f- I feel pretty good about it, though. I mean, a bit, I studied hours on end, so... Walk out with a, your chest up? Uh, For the most part, yes. There's still <laughs> a couple of hard questions that I'm not 100% sure about, but for the okay. most part, I feel... You don't have to tell us the question. Did you Obviously, because that's illegal. Like, yeah, the, you left there feeling like there was a couple that like just are like burned in your brain and just <laughs> angry about them? Like, Is that how you feel? No, there are a couple. There are a couple of easy ones too that I just um, okay. overthought, and I, in hindsight, I was like, "Oh man, I, sh- I just overthought those." There was a couple that were kind of harder that um, I don't know. It could have gone either way, and so give me yeah. okay. You're it, not allowed to say kind of the what the question is, but like, right. what was not. the topic that was hard? Like, what is one thing Ooh. that you were like, I should have studied more for that? <laughs> I think. Uh, honestly, I spent the most time studying ocular disease and ocular anatomy. Yeah, like mm-hmm. those questions were the ones that were tougher for me even though i studied the most for yeah them. and the ones that i didn't study as much for i 
felt pretty good about those. Damn. Yeah, and I mean, so all that smart. information. Good thing you put all that time in there. I yeah, like... all that information is available on their website. You know, it says what kind of topics they're going to cover and, and right. all that kind of stuff. Well, Let me ask this, Bibbin. You did, um, did you do any board review programs? So I did, um, so me and a friend, we split um, OptiPrep. So we just nice. kind of, both of us just did half and half a little bit um, here and there. And then actually, um, some of my other friends, um, as it got closer and they weren't getting to 80%, they just let me use their login and kind of run through some of those <laughs> nice. questions too, which, um, I love it. Wait, what of, was it you said? For OptiPrep. Oh, OptiPrep and what else you said? Just uh, OptiPrep oh, and then gotcha, KMK. Gotcha. I just did KMK, um, nice. books. Just did they come to your books. school? They did. They, um, I actually didn't do the entire course. Um, I just got it handed down from upperclassmen. So I just kind of went through those books a little bit. But mostly, most of my time I was spending on class notes and uh, OptiPrep, just running through those questions. So they don't they don't come and do like a presentation at your school or no? You still have to Can't. pay even when it even when it was a presentation. Yeah, right? but they have like 15 students at, at Oklahoma. So I'm <laughs> yeah, just wondering like if they come there. 28 per class. <laughs> do they come? Do they come there? They do. They do. Okay. Yeah, okay. and I don't think every um, – I don't know what the percent was of students that uh, did do KMK, but I think we probably had around 15 to 18 that showed up for the uh, live lectures. Yeah. So still okay. not a huge chunk, but, yeah, they still showed up, though. Tell me what awesome. you think. So there's, there's some chit-chat about how the boards have gotten harder each year. What mm-hmm. is, as a student, what is what's what's the gospel? What are about you that? hearing? Yeah, what do you think? I mean, you don't know, obviously, but what do you hear? Yeah, so I've heard that it's gotten harder throughout the years. Taking it this year, I mean, I thought those questions were, for the most part, they were pretty fair. There's, I mean, yeah. there's definitely some hard questions in there, and we don't entirely know how they, because um, I know there's like 20 questions in there that are not. Uh, right, they're like that are not part of the grading scale. Yeah. Years. yeah. So would you so, say look, just real talk that you're probably just smarter than everyone was in the past? Yeah, <laughs> that's probably right. Not Kevin. at all. <laughs> I mean, he's he's kind of a baller. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you know, was a president. Arizona and studying. So I believe it. Okay, a couple questions, Bibbin. We like uh-huh. to do this like little thing yeah. where we basically spit a couple quick questions, kind of like rapid fire questions. Everyone get to know you a little more than just what your name is, and that you're the upcoming press. So, number one question. You're limited to one type of patient for the rest of your career, okay? Would this patient be complaining of double vision or a, a recurrent corneal erosion? Recurrent corneal erosion. <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm better with managing with that. The um, pain? And you kind of, yes. and you um, Blood curdling like pain? More, yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's more hands-on, quick yep, yep, diagnosis yep. with double vision. There's so much that can be going on and know, and you can end up with not knowing what it's going to be. So Fair. definitely go with RCE every day. Hmm. I like it. So this is I'm gonna I'm gonna take it, Roya. This is this is the one. This is the question right here Do that it. really says so much and and nothing about you at the same time. What is your spirit animal? My spirit animal. You heard it. Animal that defines you, your personality. It's very important. This is going to be very um, cliche, I guess, but I've always thought lion. 
Interesting. I like it. I've ne- we've never had lion. Really? I don't, no, I don't think anybody's no. ever said lion. It's not really? cliche. That's very unique and strong. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. King of the, King of the Jungle, the whole uh, <laughs> yeah. thing. And yeah. Lion King, especially the new one coming out. I love that. Yes, that one's badass. It looks great. It looks good. Hopefully, they don't okay. screw it up. I like it. Lion. <laughs> can, can, and, and beyond Lion King, why lion? Lion, I think just. Um, it always stood out to me as like the king of the jungle, and I don't know. I've I've seen a lot of uh, just videos of them hunting, and I just think I don't know. Lions just and he's gonna be like the been... king of AOSA. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm waiting for you to tie it in. To, <laughs> yeah. to AOSA, yeah. Are you hunting people? Or are you the yeah. king of something? I'm like what what what? I don't I, I don't know. That. I like that answer. Great YouTube videos. All right. I'm I really bad with. <laughs> no, he got it. You killed it, dude. Okay, if you All could right. snap your fingers and be any job in the world, doesn't matter how much you get paid, whatever. What would be your dream job? Dream job, not optometry. Uh, don't don't. Not optometry don't be... would be NBA athlete. Whoa, what? Okay, right. I like that. that. Was my honestly as a kid, I always thought I could make it to the NBA, and then once I got to high school, I realized that's probably not a <laughs> How probably not in the cards. I'm five eleven, right. so uh, but I don't point have guard, that. Maybe, huh? Maybe a point guard. Who do you think do you is going to win? Play? Do you still I, play? I do. I do play. I play here and there just for fun. Um, we yeah. play uh, intramurals here and there too. Sweet. Uh, not not that good though. Who do you think but... is going to win March Madness? Yeah, Duke. Duke. Well, it might be over by the time. No, it's not. Yeah, eh. April first. Over by when? Well, this is know. this is today is April first. April first is today. No, no, obviously. it's 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 this weekend. It's... Yeah. So March who's going to win the big game this weekend? He's confused. <laughs> he can't. Who's gonna win the big game? Let me see. What I think uh, you guys are talking about March Madness, right? Yeah, the yeah, four, yeah it's oh, on yeah. the eighth. On. It's on the eighth. Four eighth is it's this yeah. weekend. So who's gonna win? Gonna <laughs> win. I say uh, winning March Madness. I say Duke. Duke's oh, Duke. Duke. Fair Do you have a this? bracket? I didn't make a bracket this year. I should have, but <laughs> I got busy. Baby, with, how uh, are you gonna have an aspiration <laughs> like that? <laughs> Which spring break I uh, you know, forgot to do it. Priorities. So. We actually did a bracket uh, competition with the online app called ESPN TC, and it was it's mm-hmm. it's actually a lot of fun. And Roy it's did probably really not fun good for Jimmy because I'm winning. And well, she did really good in the beginning, and then not so good towards the end. But yeah, anyway, I hate it. <laughs> the um the what I'm gonna say now is I think maybe you all need to look at the website and the Facebook page because maybe there's like a final four competition and a final competition that you I'll jump in on that. Yeah. Yeah. Check, check it, it out. out. Check it out. I, so, I was driving today and uh, one of my friends actually Snapchatted me the Duke score and I pulled over to the side of the highway just to live stream the end of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was good. Don't commitment. do that when driving. No texting when driving. I appreciate that's not it. a right. good look for AOSA president. Good, so good role uh, model. real quick. Before we get to know more about you, Bibbin, mm-hmm. we are going to get a quick word from our sponsor. Well, for our sponsor. So this podcast today is brought to you by Physician Recommended Nutraceuticals. And Jimmy, what do you tell your patients that are already taking an omega-3? Do you inquire, ask them about it? I absolutely do. I want to know a little bit about where it's from and what they're using and uh you know, what kind of feelings they get from it. And, you know, I often hear 
two things about omega threes uh, from patients. One thing is that it repeats on them; they get a fishy taste. And the other, I often hear this, is that they've actually been told they can't use it because it thins their blood. So what a lot of people don't know about PRN omega-3s is that it is um, a a high-quality triglyceride form omega-3. A lot of other omega-3s use uh, vitamin E, actually, to uh, preserve their omega-3, which is the reason why it actually thins their blood. And the triglyceride form, this uh, high-quality, highly-absorbed, bioavailable form, uh, doesn't uh, repeat on them the same way that the uh, other forms do. So we talk about that. We talk about, uh, again, the, the effect it has on the oil glands and, and, and dry eye in particular. And uh, just in relationship to a lot of the more popular brands out there, the qualities that they are, like Kirkland and Costco and Nature's Best and Nature's Made. So, absolutely. Anyway, I think educating patients on the value of why spending more money is worth it. When they understand, yeah. then they'll do it. And I try to really take some time and, and tell them that. Love it. Well, for our Try Not to Blink podcast listeners, you can receive 200 bucks to learn about PRN through a 45 minute doctor to doctor meeting. Schedule your meeting at getprn.com. So 200 bucks, learn about it, getprn.com. Holler. Boom. Bibbin. Yes. How did you get into optometry? How did this start? So optometry for me, um, I honestly don't have a crazy story like most people do. We want a um, crazy story. Yeah, no, <laughs> no crazy no. story. Junior year of uh, college, I started shadowing, and I knew I wanted to do something in the healthcare field, and I shadowed... Um, uh, two doctors here in Oklahoma, and it was a older doctor that was retiring, and a new doc that was basically uh, bought bought his practice. And I don't know if you guys know Dr. Selena McGee; um, she's here in Oklahoma, but um, super passionate about the profession. And so I remember talking to her and super high energy about uh, optometry, and that kind of verified it for me. I decided to apply, um, got accepted. And I remember the summer before. Uh, first year, I remember thinking about it and being like, man, I don't know if this is what I want to do. Um, I don't know if this is something I'm going to like. But once school started and within that first, and this is what I tell everybody, but within that first week, I knew this is something I want to do for the rest of my life. And so mm. definitely love optometry, 100% would um, do it all over again. Nice. It's a pretty good are, job. Where are, you, where are you from, Bevin? <laughs> are you from uh, Oklahoma? Yes, I was born in India. I moved to Oklahoma whenever I was two, and I've been there ever since. Awesome. Nice. What part of Oklahoma? Um, Oklahoma City, uh, Mustang, the OKC. hometown, but yeah, OKC. Cool. Tell us about AOSA. For anyone, I did not, I was not, not that I didn't do AOSA events, but um, why did you decide that you wanted to spend your free time in AOSA <laughs> stuff? Yeah. So coming in, um, I don't know if you guys know anything about Tahlequah, where NSU is located, but Tahlequah is out in the middle of nowhere. It's a small town and three hours away from Oklahoma City. And I remember moving up here, I was like, uh, I wasn't very involved. Or I was kind of involved in undergrad, but not um Did you a go there lot. for undergrad? No, I went to University of Central Oklahoma. So it's a okay. small school, but still like within Oklahoma City area. And uh, whenever I moved to Tahlequah, I decided, you know, I, I want to be involved. I'm not going to have anything much else to do up here. Um, and then whenever they sent out applications for our OSA, which is the student government president, and the AOSA, 
uh, trustee, like those positions kind of went out at the same time. I uh, decided to run, got elected, and from there just kind of took off. And honestly, and Jimmy, you probably would agree to this, but I think being part of the AOSA um, and the board of trustees, that was some of the best experiences so far for me during my like during school. Give me give me so. a tangible thing of why. Like I don't just saying that. Give me something more than that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, networking with being able to like so you know your students and your classmates in um, Oklahoma or you might know them wherever school you're going to, but to be able to connect with students that across the country and know that like it's a much bigger picture than just us here. I think that's huge and that and being able to connect with them and some of them are now my really really close friends and so um, I think that was all uh, pushed by being part of the board of trustees with AOSA. Awesome. So. You're and and like you're all in this ship together, right? Like right. you're all in this optometry journey, and it's such a small group of people that are doing that unique thing. And then you get put together with these other folks that are in other schools doing the same thing, but doing it just like a little bit, a little different. bit different. And that's right. so intriguing, right? I think and empowering and helpful and sometimes baffling and uh beautiful all at the same time so um it is a it's a wonderful experience and i could say that from from experience but when did you say um you know after then being part of the aosa that you wanted to be president of the aosa because that's a leap (laughs) right so the honestly during my trustee elect so as a second year i was kind of considering it a little bit um i thought about it and um Honestly, I was a little bit nervous about um, becoming president. And I think the biggest thing was seeing previous presidents, especially on stage, and how they, how well they do in uh, like giving speeches or just public speaking. I've given speeches before, but not with not in front of that many people, and I was kind of nervous about that. And I talked to uh, John Beeson, who was um, the past treasurer, or from whenever I was a trustee elect, he was a treasurer at the time. And I remember telling him, you know, honestly, I would. I think I would uh, love to serve as president, but I think one of my biggest uh, things that I'm worried about is being able to speak like the way that a lot of past presidents that they're able to speak and how well they're doing. And uh, I remember John telling me, he was like, you know, a lot of them started off with uh, stuttering a little bit or saying, uh, here and there, and they kind of worked their way up. And so um, then I continue to keep talking to people and then that kind of just, they pushed me towards doing the same thing and, um, and that's kind of where I decided to run for it and thankfully got elected. Have you done anything to uh, build on that as far as uh, speaking so I, and that kind of stuff? Anything yeah, that so you'd I, like to share with people? Uh-huh. I got a book. Um, it's on hold right now because of <laughs> boards. And so it was put on hold. Um, but it's uh, The Art of Public Speaking. I forgot the name of the author. Um, that's something I'm uh, going to end up reading and then um, just kind of uh, I took a speech class in undergrad too, and so that was maybe just kind of watching and learning other public speakers and how they're how they're doing. I guess more or less just watch and observe. Yeah. What do you think, Roya? What What would you say about that? Public speaking. Yeah. I I think we all see people that are good public speakers and think like, damn, I want to be a speaker like that. Like that's they're right. so good at that. Like. I'm going to say my husband is a dan- – like, he just gets into a front of a people, and he's just good. Like, ev- it's just – you're so charismatic, and it's hard to, like, teach that, right? But right. 
he even he like sometimes I feel like he like barely prepares and then he like has this amazing presentation. But awesome. he said even too when he was starting, like he would practice a hundred times. He would do all this due diligence and getting ready. So it's no one started at ten. You know what I mean? Right. Everyone started by having some failures. You just have to practice a lot. And that's right. when you get good. So I think I think I think it's fair. Like we all see something and say, Oh, I can't I can't be the level ten yet. Because you can't, right? When you start at mm-hmm. a level one or two, you gotta get there. So I don't know, that's my two cents. I hate yeah, I right. hated public speaking and it and I don't know many people, even people who are good at it love it, right? But mm-hmm. but now it doesn't bother me as much. I think the more you do it, the easier it gets. It's yeah. just just like right. the first time you walked into a room with a patient, you're like, oh my God, this is terrible. <laughs> I remember that. And now it's like, I don't even need to look at the chart. I'll just walk in and figure it out. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think just taking the opportunity to put yourself out there, right? Put mm-hmm. yourself out there, get the experience and put yourself in an uncomfortable position. And that, that goes for patient care, it goes for school, it goes for you know, uh, public speaking. Cause you know, you're going to, you're going to have to public speak as a doctor. You're going to have to do that, you know? So it's, right. it's, a it's a, a great, great experience and opportunity you have here. I agree. Right. So I'm looking, I'll go ahead. I'm looking forward to it. Sorry. No, that's all I was going to say. I was just excited for it, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great. And congratulations. Thank you. So what are some things that AOSA is currently working on? I know AOSA is kind of like the voice for kind of our profession in a sense, especially student profession. But um, mm-hmm. what are some things that are on the in the pipeline, if you will, for what you're working toward? Yeah. So AOSA, um, over the last um, basically two years, we kind of have kind of shifted and rebranded a little bit. Um, and you can tell with the new logo and also, uh, we came up with the our new mission. Like our basically our the vision of the AOSA is to empower students to thrive as doctors of optometry. And I think um, one of the, one of the ways we're doing that over the next year is with education. How do we uh, basically bring education to our members that's outside of what they learn in school? You know, because their CE, um, but a lot of the CE that's kind of geared towards doctors is something we might already kind of learn in school, and students aren't as interested in it versus things like practice management or um, just like what's the new things in optometry, things like uh, artificial intelligence. So we've we've been able to create some pop-up sessions and get that CE credit as well. Uh, So it's got CE credit. And so students can come to um, OM or other things like WRC and be able to attend educational meetings, get CE credit for it, and actually have something that's... um, a little bit more relevant, something more engaging than just what they're learning in class. Yeah. Um, in addition to that is kind of building up on the advocacy level of it, uh, kind of showing students why they need to be um, active in the profession right now. And that way, hopefully, they carry it on when they're becoming doctors. Um, it's I awesome to hear, important. actually. Huh? I think that's super important. Yes, it is. And with uh, AOA on Capitol Hill coming in two weeks, it's awesome to hear that uh, we actually maxed out on the number of students. So over 200 students are coming, um, which I think that's amazing. Um, and so that'll be a good time to kind of get those people to be able to see on the federal level kind of how things work and take that back um, to state level. And so advocacy is another thing we're working on. And then also just the student experience, make things. Um, so, not, I mean, obviously, when students come out or anybody comes out, 
you also want to have a little bit of fun. Um, as always, you, all, you always want to enjoy the meeting a little bit. And so I think, especially this year at Optometry's meeting, there's going to be a lot more uh, things that are student geared and a lot more things that are going to be exciting and cool. give networking and fun. Yeah. Can, so. can we hear about a couple of those things? Yeah. For, give us a meeting? teaser. What's, what's going on there? Yeah, Optometry's meeting. So um, first off, let me just refer you to the website for the AOSA, the AOSA.org. Um, we'll post it. And Check it out, people. AOSA.org. Perfect. And so just in case I miss anything, you guys can um, go through that as well. But on Wednesday, normally it's been an opening general session with a keynote speaker. You're sitting in an auditorium. This year they scratched that. So this year Adam. it's going to be uh, at the AOA headquarters. It's going to be food trucks, live music, um, rides, games, the whole – it's – Casual, so before people are dressing business business casual, now we're just saying casual, t-shirt, shorts. It's going to be warm weather, but it's going to be fun. A lot of fun on Wednesday just to start it all off. Um, Will there be eye-themed games? I'm just curious. I think that might be in the works. I'm, Maybe you could like dunk an eyeball into to like Lumify. There is a dunk tank. So <laughs> maybe we can... <laughs> there is a dunk tank, so maybe we can... Get that on there. <laughs> you gotta get them as a, like a platinum sponsor, and then we could. Yeah. <laughs> then they could do. Shout that. out. <laughs> just, just an idea. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll, I'll pass that. I'll pass that on. <laughs> All right. So that's Wednesday. Big shindig. And for those of you that don't know, the AOA and the AOSA's headquarters are in mm. St. Louis, right? Did you say right. that? I don't know if you said that. But yes, so, I think I might have. Yeah. And and so that that's where it's going to be. It's going to be at the headquarters. So that's kind of a neat, unique thing that isn't at any other um, optometries meeting because they're in other you know cities and states. So you get to go there, see the headquarters, experience it all, and uh, be just see it at the ground level. I think it's really cool. Yes, love it. Love it. Well, what, what, any, anything else? Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Yeah, so every day. So Thursday is, uh, as usual, we got Student Bowl. Um, student Bowl. Student Bowl. And it's the AOSA Student Bowl powered by Essilor. And this year, it's going to be a lot more fun. Oh. They kind of listen to all the student feedback. Oh. Um, I can't say where, but well, it'll be off-site. Oh. So. That's right. I heard about this. It's yeah. somewhere. And I'm on the meetings committee, bit. You know this. <laughs> so, like, I, I was like, oh, so I'm going to be, like, one of the five people that know where this thing is. <laughs> and they're like, no, we're not even telling you. So the student Good, bowl is happening keeper. somewhere, and it's, like, a secret. No one knows. Right. Bibbin knows. But Bibbin I'm knows. telling you. He's locking key over there. <laughs> Bibbin, do you know where it is? Don't I answer do, that. Don't oh, answer Bibbin! That. <laughs> Oh man, I feel totally unimportant. Lock and key. He's not telling nobody. Shoot, I'm the worst. Don't say anything because I'll tell everyone. No, yeah, no, no, it's gonna be a lot of fun though, and (laughs) they're gonna have uh, a band there as well. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be something you don't want to miss, and you're gonna want to stay there all day. So you heard it first, folks. Thursday, Thursday. Thursday. So all right, Thursday's gonna be good. Friday, we got um, start off with. The leadership link again in the morning. Uh, pop-up sessions, which again, w- what I mentioned earlier with the pop-up sessions, it's going to be uh, very student-geared and BCE credit. So you can go back to schools and say, um, you know, this is CE credit. Doctors can c- even come in. So doctors who are maybe not wanting the 
normal CE, they can come in for CE credit to the pop-up sessions as well. And then, have you guys heard of Johnny Cupcakes? No. I like the sound of it, though. Sounds tasty, though. Okay, so Johnny Cupcakes is an entrepreneur. I never heard of him either until uh, we signed uh, we signed the contract to have him as the keynote speaker. I bet you he's um, got a podcast. Probably got he, millions of listeners. He has a lot of people following him. He has people yeah. tattoo people tattoo their uh, his logo. I've seen people tattoo or like images of uh, people tattoo his uh, skull and crossbones with a cupcake on top <laughs> on their really? neck. I yeah. see it. I'm gonna link this. People on do that for Roya curious. too. They put her name it's all over. It's cute. Nice. I mean, I can't it's help cute. it. Fans like me. But. All right, one more day. It's Saturday, and then we'll uh-huh. get off. And time. Saturday. Um, oh, real quick with Friday night. Also, there's the Luxotica um, Live, and so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, and then Friday, there's the there's the residency and uh, uh, state affiliate summit as well. And so for students who are not really sure what they're wanting to do, whether they're wanting to do a residency or not sure where they're wanting to go as far as states, we're having that right after the um, Johnny Cupcakes. And so, yeah. And so that way students are able to get a little bit more networking in there. And then Saturday, um, again, pop-up sessions in the morning and then uh, Ballpark Village. So the Cardinals game. First time uh, Pools was back, and so I'm honestly not the, a big baseball fan, but I'm excited for this. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We got Ballpark Village rented out. Um, it's going to be uh, food and drinks, unlimited food and drinks. So that's going to be. You need to be at Optometry's meeting if you are a student. There is no reason not to go. No go reason. meet your colleagues. Be there, be square. Yeah. So many cool things. Actually, awesome. Try Not to Blink is trying very hard to do something extra special. Jimmy, you tell yeah. them. Yeah, so we're working very hard to partner with some... We have a couple industry partners that we're flirting with right now to provide, actually, a student scholarship for Optometry's oh, wow. meeting this yes. year. That would and, be amazing. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be releasing some very exciting news in the coming uh-huh. weeks of the podcast. So we have... Some ideas brewing, and we're trying to release a you know a, a good number of these scholarships to our listeners. So we hope that uh, you listen up in the next couple of weeks, and we will give you further instruction. Perfect. Oh yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Bebin. By the way, sorry, no, real you... quick, um, early bird registration deadline is April first. April 1st, today. You need to register now. Today. Just stop your car, pull over like Bivin did. (laughs) Reduke. Pull over. Log in. I got the the website up. Just click on the link in our our thing. And uh, don't miss out, folks. Bivin, thank you so much. I know you're in the middle of a lot of stuff. And thank you for taking your time out to hang out with us. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Love it. Um, that's about it for tonight. Before we go, reach out to us for feedback, stories, questions, anything you want us to talk about, either on our Facebook, Instagram, call or text us, 920-350-8622. We can't depart without saying thanks to Valley Contacts for their support, both for their amazing lenses and the great people they are to work with. Be sure, of course, to tune in and listen to our next episode. But until then, try not to blink.